a major new development in long-standing tensions between Armenia and Azerbaijan. Well, it follows a recent security operation by Azerbaijan in the region of Nagorno-Karabakh. Although it's internationally recognized as part of Azerbaijan, its population is largely made up of ethnic Armenians. So what are the potential implications of this development for people on the ground? And what should you be aware of to keep you and your workforce safe? Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm Chris Giles. Well, joining me for this episode is our lead security analyst responsible for Armenia and Azerbaijan, Louise Hogan. So, Louise, can you tell me more about the situation? So, Azerbaijan said that its operation was aimed at rooting out what it called terror elements. It said that it wanted to re-establish full control over the region by disarming and dissolving the de facto separatist authorities. Fighting went on for 24 hours. Strikes and shelling were reported in multiple villages in the east of the region, as well as in the regional capital of Stepanakert. We saw thousands of civilians in the region start to evacuate west as Azerbaijani troops moved into villages where previously the separatist authorities had held positions. It's difficult to confirm the numbers, but local reports indicate that 200 people may have been killed in the fighting. And then on Wednesday, the separatist authorities in Azerbaijan did reach a ceasefire agreement. That was negotiated by Russia, who has 2,000 peacekeepers in the region. Azerbaijan says that it has captured at least 90 positions from the regional authorities and that it has now effectively re-established control over the region. There have been some isolated reports of gunfire, but largely the ceasefire appears to be holding for now. So we're monitoring the situation actively. What do we think could happen next even though a ceasefire seems to be in place. As part of the ceasefire, direct talks between Azerbaijan and the separatist authorities began on Thursday. So the separatist authorities have committed to disbanding and disarming. They essentially had no other option. Azerbaijan is much stronger than them militarily. The agreement also says that Armenia itself must withdraw all troops from the region, but Armenia says that it hasn't had troops there since 2021. So Azerbaijan will now seek to reintegrate Nagorno-Karabakh with the rest of the country. But previously, the government has made very clear that ethnic Armenians from the region will not receive any special protections or autonomy. So that will likely prompt an exodus of many ethnic Armenians from Nagorno-Karabakh to Armenia itself. And then separately, this operation has further reinforced Azerbaijan's position in its long-running negotiations with Armenia. So those negotiations are aimed at agreeing a more long-lasting peace deal. They've floundered considerably in recent months, but the events of the last few days have further reinforced Azerbaijan's military superiority. So we expect to see them trying to leverage that to pressure Armenia into agreeing to their demands. But the bilateral talks so far have failed to produce any agreement of substance. So with that, the prospect of further hostilities cannot be ruled out. So what advice would you give to people living in Armenia and Azerbaijan right now while these talks take place? The fighting has been relatively contained to Nagorno-Karabakh itself. And when we tend to see clashes or cross-border fire occurring, it is along the shared international border. So people who are in low risk areas of both countries, if they're in the capitals, Yerevan or Baku, they are unaffected by the fighting. But we do advise that people in those areas should closely monitor developments. 
They should follow all official directives and they should also be very careful about discussing potentially sensitive political topics, either in person or online. Additionally, there is a heightened risk of hostilities resuming if the ceasefire falls apart or separately if these cross-border firing clashes resume. So because of this heightened risk, we are advising that people in Armenia defer non-essential travel to the four provinces that border Azerbaijan to be on the safe side. Then for people managers, amid these long-running tensions, escalation and business continuity planning is really important right now. And these plans should address the potential for a rapid deterioration in the security environment and ensure that they have corresponding actions for in-country workforce. So for business continuity purposes, you'll want to be planning for emergency measures, which could be implemented if hostilities between Armenia and Azerbaijan did resume. Things like conscription, communication blocks, entry and exit restrictions, all these factors will have an impact on your people and your operations. So you need to be planning for this in case that worst case scenario does happen. And Louise, can we talk about what we've been doing with regards to monitoring this unfolding situation? Yeah, so we've been closely tracking this issue for some time now, and then particularly over the last 12 months, as tensions between Armenia and Azerbaijan have really heightened, we've issued multiple alerts and forecasts for our clients about the heightened tensions, the lack of progress and the various bilateral talks and the potential implications of this for people on the ground. We've been doing our own internal planning for several months now based on the potential scenarios that we assess could happen. And as part of this planning, our security team has conducted routine trips to Armenia and Azerbaijan this year to assess secure accommodation options, to meet with our security partners on the ground who can provide transport and security support, and also to have those conversations with people in country that really better inform our own understanding of the dynamics at play. Okay, Louise, thank you very much for this update. Well, that's all for now. But just a reminder, you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates for Armenia and Azerbaijan from our website, internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thanks very much for listening and goodbye.